Hello, this is George from George's Corner. I'm going to read you a story, an original story from my upcoming magazine, Tales of the Weird. This story is purple and gold. A small-time European king makes a plot with a small-time African caliph to exchange gold for the color purple. The caliph's artisans handcrafted luxurious purple carpets and long flowing textiles stained with a deep purple hue that was never seen by Europeans. The few who have seen the secret process never returned to Europe to tell anyone. Of course, the European king thought he must have this. He figured these magnificent embroideries decorating his chariots and horses would make for a grand entrance at his cousin's jubilee next year. You see, all the kings and queens of Europe were his cousins. His kingdom was the smallest, but unbeknownst to every other royal family member of Europe was that the small-time king was not really small-time at all. You see, in his kingdom, he owns a secret gold mine, a seemingly bottomless gold mine high in the mountains. It was just in the sub-level of his castle. He was the richest European king, although that fact didn't appease his lust for more. He wanted that purple commodity so bad that it consumed his every waking thought. There's going to be a big jubilee next year to celebrate the queen of a large Eastern European country. Yeah, she was his older cousin who used to beat him up and ride him like a pony when he was young. Imagine the spectacle he would make at the gala with his carriage and horses adorned with flowing purple tassels and embroidered flags. The king's subjects, on the other hand, were very content. They too were wealthy due to the secret mine. But life is good to them, and they wanted or coveted nothing. The young African caliph was also consumed with lust. Not for purple, of course. He has plenty of that. His current process of fabrication was an economic gold mine for him and his subjects. They too were happy, contented people, but the young caliph was not satisfied. Now with this super rich customer, he can finesse a glorious future for himself. Maybe a giant statue or a pyramid in his honor. The African caliph's greed matched the European king's evenly. Both rulers were bound to make mistakes, big ones. The closest advisors and family members of both rulers tried in vain to dissuade them from this new deal. The king-on-king deal was simple. A ship full of gold for a ship full of purple textiles. It was too simple. The European king was a mountain king. He had no ships. His plan was to rent a pirate ship. His royal guard would accompany him as he himself would ride along to meet the African monarch, as he too, foolishly, would also be on board his ship of treasure. Both kingdoms were sad to see their young monarch sail away, never to be seen again. Several years later, the royal guard returned. They were a haggard lot, lost at sea for months, 
they were finally saved by a passing merchant ship. The story they told was of a a massive squall that suddenly appeared over the area of the sea where the two heavily laden ships were approaching each other. Both ships rocked one time and crashed together in the tempest. Some swore they saw the European ruler dragged down by a large cache of gold. Also, when survivors of the Caliph's ship dragged themselves home back to Africa, Africa, they said they witnessed their ruler entwined in a long flowing swath of his beloved purple cloth and dragged down below the surface. Both kingdoms went on living their lives contently and wanted for nothing trivial. Also, neither place ever allowed an absolute monarch to take power again, ever. The end.